0: And this is your morning meditation for Monday, July 1st, 2019. Today we're reading from Second Thessalonians chapter 1. Uh, this week we're going to talk a little bit about petition in prayer and what it means to make petitions for one another. Um, so keep that in mind as we read this text. Paul, Silas, and Timothy. To the church of the Thessalonians and God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ grace and peace to you from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters, and rightly so, because your faith is growing more and more, and the love every one of you has for each other is increasing. Therefore, amongst God's churches, we boast about your perseverance and faith and all the persecutions and trials you are enduring. All this is evidence that God's judgment is right. And as a result, you will be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for which you are suffering. God is just. He will pay back trouble to those who trouble you and give relief to you who are troubled, and to us as well. This will happen when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven in blazing fire with his powerful angels. He will punish those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord and from the majesty of his power on the day he comes to be glorified in his holy people are to and to be marveled at among all those who have believed. This includes you because you have believed our testimony to you. With this in mind, we constantly pray for you that our God may count you worthy of his calling and that by his power he may fulfill every good purpose of yours, and every act prompted by your faith. We pray this so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you, and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. So yeah, this passage, um, there's a lot in there. First of all, there's thanksgiving because this church is a church that's beginning to display The fruit of the spirit their love is increasing all the more they're even facing persecutions and trials and they're enduring them and so uh, many of us in the united states may not know what a real like persecution for our faith is there may have been times we've been left out for our faith but uh, probably what's going on here is much more um, kind of real persecution of the church not that the other doesn't exist but it's just not as uh, quite as difficult to endure maybe. And so through this um the church is told that they're doing well and there's thanks being given for the way that they're living. Um and then there's this whole section about that God God will God's judgment will be proved right when this church's good deeds are shown for what they are and those who aren't living as they should will uh, bring down destruction on themselves, basically. But at the very end, um, the, the passage goes into this idea that we constantly pray for you, that our God may count you worthy of his calling, and that he may fulfill every good purpose of yours in every act prompted by your faith. And the result is so that the Lord will be glorified in this church. Um, and so I think one of the things we need to think about, and one of the things that I struggle with in our current day of technology, which is great by the way, because otherwise morning meditations wouldn't exist. But one of the things that I feel in this age that we live in is I am overwhelmed with prayer requests from different people, whether I've known them personally or through Facebook. And sometimes it seems like there are so many needs that How could I possibly bring them all before the Lord? And so I think uh, one of the things that, that I need to continually learn, and that I would challenge you about today, is maybe to have some people that you're constantly praying for. This scripture says, we constantly pray for you, um, that our God may count you worthy of His call of the calling of his name. Um, one of the things that I have said on my timer is to pray for my boys, my family, Um at a certain time early in the morning and then to pray for my church family. And I think this is kind of what's going on here. Um, You know, this is a reminder that this church is being prayed for. And so those of us who are pastors, probably our church should be one of the the groups of people that we pray for. And whether we take them systematically, you know, praying for a few people a day or however we do that, uh, praying for our people is important. But also, I think there should be a list of people that you routinely pray for, even if you're not a pastor. And I, as your pastor, those of you who go to community would covet your prayers uh, because we face a lot of difficulties um, in the ministry that sometimes people don't see and don't hear. And so we could use all the prayer we get, we could get. Um, but anyway, I think it's important for us to pray uh, for some people specifically, day by day, and then other requests as we are known, uh, they are known to us. I think there's only, you know, there's only so many people in a day that we could remember to bring before the Father, and so um, maybe finding systematic ways to pray for one another, uh, whether that be praying like, you know, one week at church, we might even pray, you know, locally and then globally, and, and just kind of understanding the different arenas that we are called to pray for, and so I think that might be a good thing for our personal lives as well to pray for maybe families at sometimes uh pray for you know sick people in our church at a different time uh pray for others that we are concerned about, and then needs as they arise uh just making sure we get those in when we can the The big thing is is that um the scripture says we are constantly praying, <laughs> and I think that's. Uh, one of the things that, that in the church we could stand always to learn is to continually pray, to pray first and then worry or try to figure it out later. Ask God to help us figure it out. So many times in my life, it's been the other way around, unfortunately, and I'm learning my lessons slowly but surely, but it's been worry first and pray later, and I'm praying that God will help me to pray first and worry later, and also... um to not try to work things out in my own mind as soon as I hear about a situation or a problem, but to rely on God's wisdom. So today I want to encourage you, as we begin this week about petition, uh, maybe you think of ways that you uh, you have a group of people that you're constantly praying for, um, as, as this text says, but then also some ways that you could pray for different arenas of your life uh, systematically so that we are constantly praying.